hello, hello, and welcome again to the Get It Done podcast, where it's about books, business, and branding for authors. I am your host, Ashley King, aka the Get It Done Queen, where I help people of faith tell their story by writing a book and maximizing their reach through speaking and events. I am so excited, y'all, because I have a dear friend that is on tonight. Uh, We actually, I want to say never met until maybe within the last past year, but I think we've been communicating via, you know, social media and different things and email for, I don't know, like three years. Yeah, it's been, or or longer, but at a minimum three years, yes. Around around that time. Um, And so I'm just excited to have her on the podcast. I want to introduce y'all to Nefeteria Fun Day. Like, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am in the building. Yes, so if you could, I want you to go ahead, you know, introduce yourself to um, our listeners. Okay, sure. So as you said, I am Nefeteria Fonde and I'm a parallel business and sales coach and a parallelpreneur is a professional who's building a service-based business of their own while they are working. I help them get clear on who they serve and how they serve them, confident in their selling skills so they can bring cash into their business. Yes. So tonight we're going to be talking about your book. Hopefully I have it there. I know the light is in there. Act, activate, faith, commit to plan, and take action that will change yes. your life. Yes. Um, yes. I like the book. Um, definitely, I've had it. I think it's number five, um, Pray Over Your Plans, that um, I love and for, like, Be Obedient. But I want you to go ahead, um, because I have it, I've been having it. I want you to go ahead and, you know, talk to the audience about your book. Okay. So sure. So when I decided to write a book, it was basically because I was in the coaching space and I wanted to be able to provide a tangible product to help my individuals that were going to be attached to me, follow me, um, look for me to serve them to get to know me a little better by having something physically that they could have in their hand and refer back to. And faith is big in my business. So of course I wrote a book and I made it a simple, easy read where you can pick it up at any act principle and start reading it. You can read it on your way into work. If you just need a little inspiration or motivation, you can read it. You know, if you just want to put something good into your thoughts and into your mind before going to bed at night. So it's basically 18 act principles. That's dealing with faith, dealing with finances, and as well as freedom of the freedom that entrepreneurship gives you. So I just took things that I liked that I apply and think is relevant to apply for anyone that's in business, wants to start making sure that God is primary and over their life in every aspect, just not on Sundays at church, just not on Wednesday night during your prayer meeting or Bible study, but in everything from, should I wear my hair this way? Or should I collaborate with this business partner? Is this the right book cover? I I want him to be in your business, not just give me a word for Sunday or give me, you know, something to say to that particular individual that's in need. Definitely. So, I mean, how I hear, I mean, it's, it's clear that, you know, God is very important in, you know, your business, you're inviting him in. Now, how important um, or how much would you say for the people that you work with that they, you know, faith or God is a big principle in their business? Um, and then I guess for those that may have a higher relate or deeper relationship with God, 
or their faith. Do you see there a difference in their business from those that may come to you? Because I'm not quite sure if you don't work with those that are not of, you know, I don't know, significant faith per se. I want, I just pretty much, is there a difference between the clients that you see that are heavy on their faith and those that are not? I hope I, did I, did I ask that? Do you understand? I, I do understand your question. <laughs> and I try to ensure that God is at the forefront of my business and brand so that I do not have to work with individuals that don't believe the way I believe, which I believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't, I don't believe in any other names. That is the name of Jesus and what I believe and call on. And so I ensure before somebody works with me, like if I do do a discovery session, I let them know that that is prevalent through all my brand. When we have our group coaching sessions or our private calls, I pray first. When I have my events, I'm praying first. So they have to be okay with that because I'm not changing it. And if they're not okay with that, you know, if they can't bow their heads or be quiet during that time, or, you know, or every time I reference God or I say, thank you, Holy Spirit, for the word, and they're like, don't use that, then we can't work together. That's a non-negotiable for me. So I'm sure there is a difference. I am just choosing because it is my business that I choose not to work with those individuals, even though the service that I provide may help them increase their clarity, increase their confidence, and increase their cash. But if Christ can't be first, then it's a no-go for me. <laughs> you know, I think that's very important in whatever you do. Um, you know, me as a, you know, ghostwriter, um, editor, I tell people, make sure you interview people um, that you're going to be working with um, to make sure that you align with them. Um, you may have a good book, but, you know, maybe me and the other, you know, personality is going to clash. And if you're looking for a coach, a consultant, someone that's, you know, is going to help you take your business to the next level, you want to make sure someone that you're going to bond with, you know, connect with and help change your life. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, getting back to the book, what would you say is your favorite if you had to narrow it down? Or your that top three, but you know, your top three takeaways. Very good question. <laughs> Woo, there's so many. Um, okay, well, we're going to start with keep God first because that's just point blank period, right? So that's probably like a freebie on the bingo card, right? So I couldn't name a favorite or pick one without saying keep God first. Okay. Um, and like I, we talked about a little bit earlier, and that's in all aspects of your life. So I want you to invite him in, in every aspect. Do not just keep him on certain days, certain times. Invite him into everything. He wants to know what's going on. He wants a relationship. Yes. I would also say, who? I know. I need to be quicker with this, right? Uh, <laughs> I say... Count the cost, I think, is another good one. Um, in business, we definitely need to count the cost in every aspect. Count the cost in the terms of what we choose to spend our money on, but at the same time, count the cost in what we choose to spend our time, right? So sometimes we get to a place where we may take on certain clients because of revenue, but is it, is they, are they worth the time? You know, are they taxing? Are they making you bang your head against the wall when you're working with them? So I just say count the cost in everything. Don't be so quick to say yes to things 
make sure that you really take a look into what does that yes encounter? What does that yes mean? Because sometimes it's better to say no. So I would definitely say count the cost in all things, financially as well as things that you may spend time on, energy in, commitments. And I just want to make a comment on that because I believe, I mean, I know I've um, been guilty of not counting the cost. Um, and I want to say definitely as an entrepreneur, and if God is at the forefront, um, I don't want money. I mean, of course we need money, all that type of stuff, but right. money should not be your motive. Like, you know, if you know this is not your ideal client and you are doing this solely for the money, um, you know, if you're a Christian based business and like for me, I don't do erotica. Um, I stress out did horror because wow. the story was cancer was the monster so it wasn't like you know phrase uh jason or freddy cougar type thing yeah um, yeah, yeah. Learned the story to make it like you know cancer was the monster so i was like oh my gosh that's beautiful um even mm -hmm. though it's in the horror genre but definitely um not erotica so for me to take on an erotica project because maybe it's going to offer me more than you know the prices i charge now um i think that's definitely not counting the cost and definitely putting you know money before christ you know and so as an entrepreneur you want to make sure and be okay with saying no if god is in the forefront yeah. of your business Absolutely. then you need to be okay with saying you know hey that is not my that's not for me right now. And I've actually right. had to do that um, maybe about two or three weeks ago. Uh, one of my clients referred someone to me, um, but their book was erotica. And I was just like, that is not my forte. Um, right. Sorry. And I know, you know, like it would have been good money, but I was like, that's, that's not me. Like I, me doing that will push Christ out the equation of my business. I can't glorify God by doing that. So just as entrepreneurs, right. I just want y'all to keep, you know, get the book but you know that is a great <laughs> principle and that is a great principle to remember that you know count the cost before you say yes to something um the money may be good but if it's gonna cost you your salvation your peace your your mind you know all it ain't worth it so sorry go Absolutely. ahead <laughs> no and i i will just select this last one um trust yourself to decide a lot of times when we get in business, we do invest in various coaches or things to improve our skill set or improve ourselves. And those are great. I definitely believe in continue to invest in yourself and growth. And you sometimes need to be the guru. So if your coach or the book is pushing down your throat that something is it just don't feel right. It doesn't seem like that's the way your business is set up or the way that you want to grow your business it does not mean that the way that they're suggesting will not grow your business for instance or grow you in that area it just may not be the way that you need to do it for yourself so that's when i say trust yourself to decide so to bring it back to practical or business terms so in business you may hire a coach and this particular coach believes in growing a business through digital products but you may want to be like myself, want to work with people that um, provide a premium service for a high profile brand. And you don't want to currently build your business in a digital product space or with a lower end price product. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I can't grow my business in the way that that coach suggested. It's just, that's not how I want to grow my business. So I need to probably apply the principles, but to the type of uh, business model I want to build in a more practical sense you hire some a, a personal trainer and maybe they are die hard weight training right 
but you are more like, give me more cardio, take their principle, still work out three times a day, but maybe you spend that 30 minutes instead of weight training and you do cardio or aerobics. So that's what I mean by trust yourself to decide. I'm not saying do not listen to anybody that you invested in, but if there is for whatever reason, a clash, then trust yourself to make the right decision for your business or your life. I think that's a great one. And I'm going to say for newbie authors, newbie, you know, you're starting off entrepreneurship, that may be a little more challenging for them because it's like, I don't know what to do. You know, they're just kind of all over the place and they're going to that um, expert, the coach or whatever. But yeah, there may be this little unction, maybe the Holy Spirit, um, trying to say <laughs> right. something. And I mean, yeah. Oh, cause yeah, pretty, I've been, I think we've all been there, but I could say I've been there and it's kind of like, I don't want to ever say I've wasted money, but you know, some people say, you know, I took that loss, turned the loss into a lesson. It's a lesson. And mm-hmm. me having those lessons actually built my confidence because maybe in essence, you paid someone this coach and you may be like, well, I kind of already knew that, or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I needed someone on another level, but that mm-hmm. make you know, for me as an entrepreneur mindset, I think about, okay, if that's the information they're teaching and I pay X amount of dollars, could I not be doing the same? Or, you know, uh, cause sometimes we lack that confidence and then you go out here and meet mm-hmm. other people and it's like, they may not know half as much as you're doing, you know, you know, but they are out here killing it because they are promoting, they're confident. Right. And so I think, that is an excellent principle to definitely trust your inner self, you know, that voice, especially if you are a right. person of Christ, you listen to God. There are some things that God mm-hmm. be like, uh, 30 days off social media. Oh God, like, you know, I promote my business. This, that, right. <laughs> listen to him. There may be a yeah. reason why mm-hmm. I always like, you know, God may be preparing you, you know, for something and he needs you to, you know, get away from social media, listen to him. And God can right. just speak something, just one thing. And that one thing mm. can exponentially grow your business. But it's important that we, and I'm preaching to myself right now, that we slow down yeah. to be able to listen to him because I supposed to took a three-day sabbatical probably in February. And we are in, you know, mid-July. And I, I literally scheduled it today in August. Um, because you need that time with God as an um, entrepreneur, anybody, but especially right. as an entrepreneur when you, cause I've been in that comparison syndrome mm-hmm. where, you know, you compare yourself yeah. to other business owners and you have that imposter syndrome that. and I have to be mindful of that. Cause what's for me is for me. And I heard someone today right. say there is no competition. And I was like, wow, that is very powerful. Like what God has for you is for you. There's no competition. Don't worry about right. the other person is you right absolutely absolutely and that is and it's so true because what god has for you is for you one of my best girlfriends says you copyrighted by god so at the end of the day the way you do things (laughs) and the way you let's just be honest there's nothing new under the sun right so there's a million business and sales coaches there's a million you know publishing companies there's just a million whatever times two that do all that you do, but the way you do it, the way you communicate it, the way you deliver it is different. And just own that and just know there is enough people for you to serve the way you serve them. And those people are looking for you and that they will come to you. And to go back to, like you said about new authors, they're, you know, they may hire, they just, new author not knowing what to do, just when you decide to maybe hire a person that 
just determine what your goal is. Is your goal just to have a finished book? Then of course, look for somebody that will help you get the book done, right? Just like Ashley does. If you're looking for somebody to, you want to parlay that book into other things, whether it's coaching, speaking, or other type of platforms, then hire someone, you know, Ashley, that may be something that Ashley helps you parlay to do, take your book and make it help you get more speaking engagements or parlay into events. Then, you know, you need to work with Ashley over somebody that may just help you get the product in your hand. Maybe they just, there's one person that's a book coach that only helps you produce the book and that's all that they do. But you know that you just don't want a book just to have the sake for having a book. And it's okay if that is your goal, but your goal is to have a book and then to speak, then find a coach or or consultant or whomever you need to find mentor that does that thing that produces books and help you parlay that into speaking so then there then there isn't the clash but say before you heard this podcast you invested in somebody that only helped you get your book done learn all that you can learn from that individual get the book done and then find the next resource to take you to the next step don't discredit what you invested in. Get all that you came to get from that and ensure at the end that whatever you signed up for to get, you get. Yes. And move on and be thankful. Yes. And I tell people when they come to me, you know, for editing service, definitely shop around. Like I know I am not the cheapest editor per se, but I know as far as my branding, like when I help people self-publish, I do customized video of their particular back office on KDP. If it's their website, like I show them how to do it. So it's not just, oh, well, your book is up there. It's no, I want you as you've dealt with me to be educated, informed on how to do this yourself. Like, and technically when you've released the book, you are a self-publisher. I'm educating you so you can have these videos, watch them on replay, but I know that is me and my branding. And it took some time to get there to be okay, to be like, you know what? I am confident who I am, what I charge and what I do, because I know my lane. And so that is good. Like, you know, if maybe you made a mistake in the past and you got, you know, a wrong coach, or maybe you didn't ask the right questions, learn from that lesson and move on to just do better. Absolutely. Because it's always something you can learn from when you've invested in someone and they did not, what they delivered is not what you understood you was purchasing, let's just say, (laughs) (laughs) that you may have built your network with the group, the the community that's also in that program with you, you know, that's, that's those connections. You, you've gotten some behind the scenes to see how to not do things or how to do things. So just like in anything else, just Shoot a beat, spit out the bones. Take the good from the lesson and don't live in the part that was not what um, you you anticipated or what you were sold on. Because we've all been there. I've been there, you know, you know, and so it's not a good place to be, but at, like anything else, you have to see it, look, take a different perspective to it. Okay, this is what I get. This is the amount of time I have. Then I'm going to get all that I can get mm-hmm. from this time. And I'm going to develop these relationships I met in this program or whatever that looks like. And just make sure that you learn. And then when you offer something, you'll know also, okay, I didn't like how that felt to me. Let me make sure that people are understanding what they're investing in and what is going to be the result. So that there's no miscommunication, no, not reading between the lines, none of that. This is what you're going to get at the end. (laughs) If that's not what you're looking for, maybe I have somebody I can refer you to, or maybe I have some kind of other product that I can that can produce the result you're looking for. But if you do this program, this is the result. And if that's not what you need, I understand. That, yes. Make sure you ask the questions, okay? <laughs> what <Yes>. is the result? <laughs> Absolutely. What do I, I walk I, away getting? 
<laughs> yeah, that, that should be your question. Do I work, what is the end result? What do I walk away getting? And I want to talk about this principle that I like here is uh, I think number 16, face everything and rise. And I think yes. that um, just, you know, facing your fear. Um, and I'm not even going to lie, like I recently had like a nervousness, a fear um, that I was right. like, just get over it. Like my business is going. So I think we're in the first four months. So probably about three months ago, I was looking uh-huh. for interns. And so I'm just like, I went through this whole thing. Where I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I really going to be able to, you know, train them, have them working, you know, are they, you know, I just went through this whole imposter syndrome, just like just being nervous because it's different when it's just you, you walking in your own lane. Now it's like, you have people looking up to you and they're right. like, what's next? What I need to do? And it's like, it's going to keep, you know, push you, keep you on your toes, especially when you start hiring people, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, when it's just you, if you don't feel like doing it. You be like, well, I'm not gonna sleep. <laughs> but <laughs> right. you have people counting and um, you no know, counting on you, and it's gonna push you to another level. And I'm seeing that, and it's just like, okay, now when you're starting to grow, you get confident in who you are and what you're doing, it, it pushes you to another level. So facing your fear, I guess, gives you that backbone. And I don't care how small or how big it is, you have to face your Goliath. Um, like the, I think the very beginning, pray over it, it, you know, whatever the situation is, pray over it. Right. Make sure one is of God, that's something you need to be doing. And then go mm-hmm. forth with faith and leave fear behind. I mean, that's, Absolutely. That, that's just it. So I think newbie veterans whatever we've all dealt with that imposter syndrome in mm-hmm. various stages of our business because it's a new level and as you grow you want to make sure you're confident or you know right. that you're, you're capable of doing what you're about to put yourself into so because i get you know that question all the time especially as i don't know with you you know someone that's new is like the whole parapreneur parallel preneur uh-huh Parallelpreneur, and it's like okay well you know i'm working my nine to five i want to start my business and it's just like you know some people may say when do i take that leap of faith or how do i make the time and it's just like well if you're passionate about it you're going to get it done now i'm as your coach i'm here to you know help guide you different things right. like that um but i guess since we're on that you know explain you know the process um what it would be like to work with you you know those that are listening perhaps you are um you know working a nine to five and there is a business that you want to start you know explain to us you know kind of briefly um what the process would look like to work with you okay so what the process will look like everybody has to apply and and that is for the sake of both parties not just for me but for them as well one to ensure that they're ready to work with me two also if they do happen to get on a discovery session with me let's see if we vibe that whole are you okay that i'm a god's girl and i'm gonna pray are you okay with that right if god gives me something to tell you i'm gonna tell you are you gonna be okay with that are you gonna be okay with the fact that i'm very direct and firm and i will push you like a drill sergeant because i am ex-military but not to the point that i'm gonna belittle you but push you beyond your fears push you where you don't think you can go but support you along the way are you okay with that like i'm gonna give you that kick in the butt and if you're a person that needs to be handled with as my brother would say kitten pawed or kitten mitten paws whatever then i am not the coach for you because i'm not i'm gonna be in your face and i'm like what's going on why you ain't getting what you need to get done done based on what you tell me your goal is 
So they apply to work with me and then we work in a, I have a group program called Clarity to Cash Blueprint. And that's a 90 day program where they get weekly access to me also with weekly modules. And it gives them that foundation. They're getting clear on who they serve, how they serve them, their packaging, their pricing, lead, how they're going to get their lead generation, teaching them selling verbally as well as closing on discovery sessions, following up, and also the words on their website and also getting them basic systems in place because as a parallel entrepreneur, one of the struggles is time. So we got to have systems in place because you cannot respond to every, I need to get on your calendar and that whole back and forth and all that. You need a calendar in place. You need a payment gateway. You need all certain systems in place because you are allocated 40 hours a week at minimum somewhere else. So that is the thing. As far as the leap, I definitely think that is a personal decision. I definitely think you need to pray about that and trust God for that. But I definitely help you make sure that if, if you and God decide that you do need to take that leap, that you leap into a nice cloud and not off a cliff, which some of us did. <laughs> that you have a nice landing because you have all the things in place and you basically go on, you're, you're leaping into a well-oiled machine because you took in the time to get those systems in place and things in place and you're not figuring it out after you took the leap. It's like you, you took the leap and you're falling, now you're figuring out how do I fly or how do I open a parachute? No, we're gonna get it all in place. So when you take that leap, you know exactly what cord to pull to make the parachute open, you know exactly how to land so you don't break anything, all those good things. Yes, <laughs> and let me tell you, it's very important to have a, a plan in place. And I'm gonna say this because I know God had did it for a friend. Guy had called her off her job and mm -hmm. you know, started a business and so blah blah mm -hmm. blah so she's been doing good so of course yeah. it's probably like you know three four years i'm still you know she done left from job i'm still working so i was like why god don't call me off my like I'm <laughs> so that was literally probably i guess 11 years ago um uh -huh. probably even a little longer that she's left her job she hasn't went back um mm -hmm. doing stuff and so literally last year guy called me off my job but in all honesty he called me off my job three years ago and i was like okay cool. i put in my notice but they offered me a different position which i had a weekend mm -hmm. call so i go to church so i'm like thank you jesus you know, hey. <laughs> right 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 <laughs> and somebody came up to me like that that ain't what god said to do he said quit your job <laughs> so literally i had two separate people um give me the time frame and they don't even know each other like two separate people gave me the exact date that i should leave my job so i was like okay so june 28th uh 2020 was my last day at my job i didn't have a plan because literally i got promoted on a friday saturday mm -hmm. i got the second confirmation which was probably like three months apart from the person who gave it to me at first sunday mm -hmm. i put in a four-week notice so I really didn't have a plan. Um, right. Me and my husband together, we probably made about six figures in our income. And mm -hmm. to have cut that in half, it, mm -hmm. it was a shocker. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so have a plan. Like mine was literally like jumping out, but it was like trusting God. And I know sometimes looking at the other person in their life, you don't know the behind the scenes. Cause you know, when they see you, maybe they done been crying for about three days. <laughs> right. You don't right. call me on my job. Like what I'm about to do, I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> and then after that, I had them three days, trying to speak about my experience. And it's like, you know what, God, I'm just gonna trust you. So you don't call me on a right. good day, but you ain't catch me them three days. I was in my room, <laughs> crying, and wondering how this gonna make it happen. 
And so right. it's been, I guess, uh, 13 months, you know, a year and a month later, you know, God yeah. has been providing, but that is not everyone's story. And so, yes, yes, but have a plan um, to take that leap. And trust me, it works out because, you know, if you're smart about it, you it, it can last. I mean, definitely trust God if he calls you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, what someone does ain't always your um your path in life, okay? So, Absolutely. And I'm, I, I'm in agreement with you because I took the leap, not necessarily. I had a plan in sense of getting myself financially in a situation where my husband wouldn't feel the second income not present anymore. Mm-hmm. however i would i didn't necessarily have the plan for what the business is going to happen in my head i'm just like oh i got all this time now like before it was like oh i ain't, i can't do this or i can't do this or i'm missing out on this because i don't have the time so in my head now i got 40 hours it's going to be like boom 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 no the mm-hmm. devil is alive that is not the truth so i definitely don't advocate and tell people leave your soul sucking corporate job i don't do any of that because i definitely think it's a personal decision one, I definitely think you need to seek God. Two, it's a personal decision because I don't know your financial situation. I don't know what you're responsible for financially, kids, loved ones, you know, any of that thing. So I can't say that's what you need to do, but I want to help you have that choice if you and God decide that's what you need to do. Yeah. And have yourself set up. So me and Ashley both took the leap and our landing has been, you know, a lot of prayer and crying and Lord, are you sure? <laughs> what in the world? Jesus, are you, did I really hear from you? We've done that, so yes. you don't have to. So <laughs> let us help you put that plan in place. <laughs> that is so true. Learn from people. My, my thing is wisdom. You don't have to go through that experience to learn. Learn from others. Learn right. from that been there so you can be smart. But one of the things Absolutely. I love about um, Acts is actually has the journal notes. Um, yes. So, you know, after, you know, go through the lesson, you could definitely... I think they have reflective questions mm-hmm. here. So once you get done, then there are some questions or some thought-provoking comments, statements, et cetera, et cetera. But then right. you have your journaling notes, which I think is very good. Um, as, I don't know, entrepreneur or just through live, how important is like journaling to you? That's a good question. At, to be honest, at first I couldn't I couldn't get on the get on board with the way people advertise journaling mm-hmm. with the whole with the prompts and all of that and, and me learning about the term journaling was from people that believe a little differently, right? Me, I've always well, always is a strong word, but I have always I would say not all I won't say always but for a good majority of my life have written letters to God or talked to God through paper. Yeah. So if you will look at my journal, you will see dear father, son, and Holy ghost. Oh, look here, homeboy, this right here. <laughs> like I literally write him letters of what's going on. What do you think I should do about this? I'm praying for this person. I'm praying for this. Greg hurt my feelings. Greg's my husband. He hurt my feelings. My mama got him. Like whatever is going on, what Neff calls journaling is letters that I write to God because it helps me get it all out. I do pray as well, and there's nothing wrong with prayer. But if I get in a good prayer, I go into my prayer language, and then God knows what's going on. So in order for me to get out, in a sense, full sentences and really clearly communicate as if I was, you know, he was sitting across the room from me, if you will, I literally write 
letters, if you will, in this, in this, in this journal, in a sense, but just, a, just, just how I look at it. It's not like I have in my, what, what I journal, where I write God in there that says, okay, you know, some type of prompt. It's yeah. no prompt. It's literally, dear Jesus, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I love you. Please forgive me. Da, 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 da. This is what's going on. You know, this is what happened today. All that kind of thing. And as far as me, it's, it's definitely important. I think it's important because sometimes you have so much in your head and you need a way to release it. And sometimes I need to release it to God in a way that I'm casting the care and waiting on an answer. Because mm-hmm. if I keep it up here, Neff and her smart self want to try to figure it out. Yeah. But if I go and write it and say, okay, Lord, this is the problem. You know, and it don't have to be that st- structured. Yeah. Let me know what the answer is. Either I get an answer that day, I get an answer later or whatever, but it's out of here. And I, I play games with myself, right or wrong. I'd be like, you know what? It's on the CEO's desk. When okay. he gives it back to me, I'll deal with it. Okay. <laughs> Just because I have to learn how to release control. That's one of the, that's one of my things I'm working on. Yes. And I have to learn to trust God in all things and that he will lead and guide me and direct my paths and not rely on my smarts, my education, or my experience. Yes. I need to truly rely on him because I can't go wrong if I do that. If I rely on my stuff, it's filtered through a lot of different stuff, right? And I could get it so wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's extreme, but it's, it works for a nef. So journaling, however it works for you, prompts, letters of God, whatever you got to call it, definitely get it out of your head and get it on paper. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's, it's very important to get it out of my head and give it to God. And then I do that in a way of letters to God journaling. Yeah. I, love, I think journaling is different from everyone. Like I, like I have a journal for prompts and I guess it was a season in which I would do that. Cause you know, I don't know, like writer's block, you know, something like that, you know, mm-hmm. kind of help when they have those prompts, but I'm more like you, I just kind of write. Well, I'm always writing, doing something. So to me, you know, to kind of have to sit down and journal in essence of, you know, writing, I don't say writing your feelings and stuff. I'm not, I feel like that's a task because I'm the one I talk to God like I, humble. Look, Jesus, like yes, <laughs> like right. I, um, I'll talk to Him, you know, prayer and all that. But I am more like a writing because my mind is business and all that. Yes, I do need to write that down. If there is a problem, write it down so it doesn't stay in there. And I don't know. I've went through seasons where I could not go to sleep until I wrote whatever it is that was in my head down because I felt like I'm going to forget about it or whatever. So I think journaling works differently for everyone. But one of the things I do appreciate is the ability to go back and see where you were three months Mm -hmm. ago, six months, a year ago, to see if there has been any progression or growth. Because this time I went back to journals um, or diaries, I should say, you know, yeah, yeah, high school, and be yeah. like, girl, you were so stupid, dude. like, you were just naive, but I thank God for growth, and then I even right. saw my journal, like, in, I think it was sixth grade, you know, I was looking wow. to start a business, and so I'm just like, wow, I've always had that entrepreneur mindset at a young age, so journaling works different from everyone, you know, journaling, prayer, whatever it is that you need to do, um, to act that's it 
That's it. <laughs> you need to do to act. So I want to, is there any other thing, like takeaways? Because, I mean, we have, like, the actual lesson, the questions, the journal. I mean, is there, like, any final words as far as, you know, oh, what was the question we said? If I were to purchase your book, what is the takeaway um, from after reading this book? Good, 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 good. So if you was to purchase this book, How to Act, Activate Your Faith, Commit to Your Plan, and Take Action That Will Change Your Life, what I want you to walk away with is a stronger relationship with God. That's what I want you to walk away with. I want you to release the thoughts of that he's so big and untouchable. Mm-hmm. I want you to know it doesn't take a lot to start to build a relationship with God and to continue to develop that relationship. So you'll see in my book, it's a simple read. The, the, the act principles are not that long. I'm giving you some action steps so you can journal. Like you don't even have to walk away from the book because I give you everything right there. If you do not know how to pray, I give you a very simple prayer. It could just be simple. Like, God, I ask you for X. Lord, I thank you for X. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray, amen. So your walk away is to Start to develop a relationship with God, no, no matter how long it's been since you've talked to him, no matter how elevated you are in the church, to start a relationship with him that goes deeper than the surface that we do on our selective worship days. Wow. So to tie it in as far as our podcast, as far as, you know, a business or branding. Okay. What in, in publishing this book, what is something that you, is there anything that you would have been, have done, excuse me, differently? Or what was the hardest things about publishing your book? Hmm. Great question. So what would I have done differently? If there's anything, I would say this is what I would have done differently. Um, As I told you in the beginning, my goal was to get something that was lower in price in your hand to help you to get to know me better. What I would have done differently now is to ensure that I utilize the book to catapult me into the other things I eventually wanted to do. I created the book as a, a, a one thing, not necessarily attached to other things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some people write a book and then they make a coaching program and all that, but I put everything in the book. Like I gave you journal, I gave you prompts, if you will. I gave you action steps. I gave you places to take notes. Like I put it in a book mm-hmm. at a lower end cost. So And that was my journey. And I would say for any people that's looking to publish a book, think it, think beyond Mm. the book in your hands. Yes, Lord. Think beyond that. And it and for everyone, it's not a business. It's just, hey, my mom taught me so much. I want to do a memoir to her. Mm. And that's all it's about. And you want to sell it to friends and family or give it to to be inspiration to kids that don't have the same type of mother that you had that gave you all this good motivation. It could totally be that. But think think it completely through before you invest in time and writing and publish it and what it is that you want 
it to it, it for it to be. Yes. Yeah. That's what I that's what I, that that would be what I would say to a newbie. Fully think out what the book is going to be for you. Thank you. I think that wise words. I'm a love you say think beyond the book. That is something that I had you know say because as a self-publisher, you have to realize that's a business. Now, like you said, if your goal is just to publish this memoir about your mom, because you know, this life lesson, that's great. But otherwise, I'm be honest, you can't make a living off of one book. And that's something else that, you know, as far as if you want to make an income with, um, as far as in publishing, you need multiple books. And I'm pretty sure there's different, you know, things that um, a parallel entrepreneur needs to be aware of as well. So um, definitely, um, where can people um, purchase your book? They can purchase, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> they can purchase it on amazon.com and they also can purchase it from me at bit.ly forward slash book with an f okay book with nef nef yes all right and if you can't I mean share your website your social media how can someone listening to this podcast get in contact with you especially if they're um in need of your services okay on social media i'm um, all places at nefeteria fine day uh, Nefeteria is spelled N-E-F as in faith, A-T-E-R-I-A. Fonde is F as in faith, O-N-D as in delta, A as in apple. All things Nefeteria Fonde website is www.nefeteriafonde.com as well. If you're like, hey, I want to learn more about working with you and you want a discovery session, then go to bit.ly forward slash book with Nef. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Well, definitely, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, y'all, and for being on the Get It Done podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good time.